What's up, everybody? This is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan, and today I'm going to be talking about the eighth issue from the Life is Strange comic by Titan Comics. Uh, so with that, I'll just jump into the recap. So uh, we pick up right where issue seven ends, and Max is able to rewind. Her power uh, re-emerged when the situation calls for it. Uh, this is pretty crazy to see happen uh, as it's been latent for a number of years at this point, from when she time-jumped at the end of issue four until now. So crazy. Max can rewind. Because Max is able to rewind, it cuts back to Rachel and Chloe talking uh, at the party where Max had previously been with them talking. And we see Rachel's friend Callie pass out from being drugged and the police show up that Max had gone to call in the last issue. Instead, this time, uh, Callie passes out and someone yells, call the cops, and the cops are already there. And the cops are like, wait, what? Was there a prank call that you needed our help, but then you actually needed our help? We've never seen that. So this is kind of crazy how the rewind worked here is that the people, no one else moved except time. So like the police officers, instead of being at the station, you know, they're right outside of the, the party or whatever. And time rewinds, so it goes back 10 minutes, but they actually physically stay in place, so they get there. And So th that's kind of interesting. Um, because I'm not 100% if that's how time worked in the game. Like, because um, it sounded like you basically would get reset to when you were, like, max waking up after the nightmare at the lighthouse, or, you know, that sort of thing in the game. So, um, yeah, I don't know, kind of interesting. Either way... Meanwhile, Max is outside. She runs into Tristan, who has uh, this bag of drugs. And the drug dealers capture Max, but Tristan runs away. He does his uh, little invisibility thing and runs off. And you see Max thinking to herself, Come on, Tristan, I trust you. I know you're going to do the right thing. And Chris Tristan thinking to himself, Fuck, I ditched him, just like I ditched my friend <laughs> before. Am I going to ditch Max too? And... We see that he uh, chooses to dig deep to do the right thing, and we see Tristan go to the party, and he gets Max, or he gets some um, Chloe and Rachel, and says, "You've got to come with me. I need your help." We then cut back to Max with the drug dealers. Um, she's in their hideout. It's like a warehouse type deal, and they've got Max um, like on her chair. She's not like tied up, but she's on her chair, and she like tries to pull out her phone. Um, I think she was trying to think if she could do something with time, maybe. But then a drug dealer, like, hits her, and it's not looking good. But then Tristan shows up, and he's got um, a stick or a pole, and he hits one of the drug dealers with it while Tristan's hitting them. Rachel shows up uh, filming it, putting it on, like, Instagram or something, and is like, smile, you're going to get arrested. And she films them, like, grabbing their drugs and trying to run away. Um, and the police were already on their way, so the police, like, show up and converge on the dealers as they leave, it seems. Uh, but Rachel's filming them. Chloe runs to Max and gives her a hug and is like, I'm so worried for you, kind of thing like that. Then the police are actually showing up inside the drug dealer's warehouse, and Tristan slips off. He's like, ah, I gotta go. And so he's gone, and they look, no more Tristan. And Max has this kind of realization to herself that... Tristan was able to trust Chloe and Rachel, despite only knowing them a short amount of time, 
and Max has been living with them for a few years, and she hasn't, you know, revealed herself or her powers or whatever to them. You can see that she's challenged by this, which I, I thought was cool. Um, she's like, oh, if, if Tristan can do this, I, I should be able to also. After this, we pick up with Max, Chloe, and Rachel at uh, this high seas gig. So Chloe's giving them this piece that she is working on, this uh, metal artwork. It's called The Storm. The high seas, of course, like it. They think it's cool. Then Max talks to Rachel and Chloe and says, hey, when we get home, I've got some stuff I've got to share with you. And the issue ends on that cliffhanger. And so I've got a couple general thoughts on the issue. One thing is that I like that Max is going to be honest with them. That she comes to this conclusion. And I like Tristan as a catalyst for this. So seeing, you know, Tristan's had to reconcile with having this power, but no one knows he's around. He doesn't have friends. Like, he's essentially been alone for a few years and he was able to trust max enough once max like noticed him and then even further that tristan was able to trust rachel and chloe um i, I thought that was cool and I, I think too is um fitting for max you know max being um more timid or hesitant or things like that um that she's still that even after growing, you know, in, in, in Life is Strange the Game, in growing, uh, presumably in the couple years that she's been in this timeline. She's clearly, uh, like, grown as a person and has matured, but she still has that in her, um, that, that Max feature of being uh, more timid or frightened at times, and I, I thought that was cool. I think he was a helpful agent for her in that, and yeah, I, I, I like that we see that in Max, and even, um, I don't know, old habits are hard to break, you know? So Max gets to living with Chloe and Rachel and she hasn't shared her power with them. Well, it makes sense that it would stay hard to change that. She spent so much time not sharing it with them that, I don't know, it could be easy to be like, oh, I want to, but then not doing it. So I thought that was cool that someone could help her in that regard. I'm also curious if Max telling them about time travel is going to hurt them. Like how Warren got hurt in, I think it was issue three or four, when the timelines are kind of jumping around. Warren was able to be hurt because he was, I think, interacting with Chloe from a different timeline. I think that's what it was. And so, you could, just that timelines crossing could hurt. So I wonder if their awareness of time could hurt them. Um, of Max's power, if that would hurt them, and what could go on there. So that's, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see what happens there. Um, I'm also curious as to what Tristan's role is going to be in regarding her decisions, because um, she tells him, hey, I think I could use your help later on before he jets at the warehouse. And... Yeah, I, I wonder if it's if it's more moral support or if it's that because they both have powers, there might be uh, some way to hijack the universe, so to speak, or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder how his ability to not be seen plus Max's powers, if there's something they can do together that could be pretty remarkable. I don't know. Um, 
I also kind of wonder if she's going to take him to a different timeline. Maybe there's a timeline where Tristan is doing a lot better and she he could go there. Or, you know, if there's a timeline where Tristan is whole, so to speak. Because since he's able to not be seen, I, I, it still doesn't quite feel like this is where he's supposed to be. I know that they said this was his timeline, but I'm, I'm not quite convinced. So I wonder if if there's anything with that. I'm interested to see that for sure. And uh, I guess my last thought, this is not about the comic itself, uh, and I did mention on the Issue 7 podcast too, uh, podcast episode, but um, I'm going to not do them on an issue-by-issue basis anymore. So I'm not going to do Issue 9 um, when that's released in October. Instead, what I'm going to do is just do the four-issue arc. Um, So as Waves was the previous four, and then Dust was one through four when it started, I'm going to do whatever uh, 9 through 11, or 9 through 12 is. I'm going to do whatever that one's called, um, just as a whole, and just buy the trade paperback that way. Um, I think the reason being is I've found that it is a little bit challenging with just 20 pages of content that it is a little hard to riff off of. It's fun to definitely try to guess what's next. I like that part of it, but to be able to pull stuff from it, it's a little more limiting. So I'm hoping that trying the next four issues as a whole will uh, will bring something different and maybe allow for further or deeper discussion on different aspects of that. So uh, characteristically, they've come out every month. So I guess October, November, December, January. So I guess probably sometime in January or maybe February is when we'll get the next Life is Strange comic discussion. That's, that's when I'm planning to do that then when that comes out. Um, I'm definitely, though, still 100% interested in the comic. I like it. Uh, Once they put up the trade paperback for that, I'm going to pre-order it. Like, I want my money to go to Titan Comics. I want this comic to keep being made. It's not, um, yeah. My decision on that doesn't have anything to do with interest, but just everything to do with um, good material, potentially, or, or, you know, material to discuss with you guys and share that way. So, I'm going to do that. I'll post it on Twitter, too, just so people know, but, um, yeah, there's that. And then uh, last, I've got a little bit of listener feedback uh, just on uh, this issue and a little bit about uh, the Waves arc as a whole. So first, I've got Alyssa on Twitter, and she says, I actually liked it as the whole arc. I read all the chapters last weekend. From one person's story, it became an ensemble story. With interesting moving pieces, Tristan does work for me right now, as his backstory is intriguing and surprise quite sad. A couple uh, good things here. But that Alyssa points out. One being is that the shift that the story's taken from a one-person story to uh, an ensemble. So the first four issues, it was really a Max or a Max and Chloe story. And a lot of it, since Max was kind of our main point of view, it's how's Max dealing with this. Um, felt very much so like the game in that regard, uh, which was really cool. But the shift that it has gone, as Alyssa brings up, you know, now, now Max really shares the stage with Rachel and with Chloe being the three roommates being in this new timeline it's it's far more the ensemble of them and at that Chloe and Rachel of course have far bigger personalities than Max and so uh it even allows Max to be a little bit in her natural background she would be if you know we were talking to her as a person or um she wasn't a time traveler you know kind of thing like that so that that's pretty cool and then shifting onto that that 
um, that Tristan has been added to the scene. He's part of the group now, a part of the comic storyline, and he is working a lot better than I would have guessed, um, or maybe apprehension I would have. You know, when he when he showed up, I was kind of like, I don't know, is this going to be cool introducing a new character? Like, I already love Max and Chloe. I'm interested uh, in Rachel here. We have other cool characters in the Life of Strange universe. Do we really want or need a new one? But he's he's working. I think he's helpful as the um, kind of Obi-Wan, in a sense, uh, for Max, helping her kind of learn. He doesn't, you know, he's not teaching her the powers, but he's helping her consider power and, I don't know, that sort of thing. And that, that kind of um, bond that they have, and as she mentioned, shared trauma, it does seem like Again, uh, the Life of Strange universe, of course, has trauma being the thing that triggers uh, a power in people. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's sad, but I think it does fit. So I do like that. So, yeah, good thoughts. Uh, next up, I have Adam on Twitter. He said, I've been enjoying this second arc as uh, well enough, but I really enjoyed all the multiple timeline shenanigans more in the first arc. Issue 8 was solid, but nothing really stuck out for me. I do like uh, that thought, the multiple timeline shenanigans. That was pretty fun, engaging uh, with those different timelines going on, seeing how they interact with each other, seeing uh, that they could like hurt each other if you were in them, or uh, e even, I, th I think it was in issue three, maybe it was four, but we commented on how it seems like in each timeline, there's a Max who has a person who she shares stuff with, so you know, and one of them, Warren, was her Chloe, and so he was the confidant, or it seemed like uh, when she was choosing which one to go to, there was one where she was closer with Victoria, or, you know, different things like that. So, that, yeah, I do like the the multiple timelines. I am interested in that, and I think we're going to have to end up back there. Maybe uh, it will be the end of the next four-issue arc. I could, I could see that if that's when Max makes her jump. I, I thought it would happen sooner, but n now that it hasn't, I think that these next four issues will probably involve Max still in the current timeline um, before she makes her move elsewhere with the help of uh, Chloe, Rachel, and Tristan. Next up, we've got uh, Glitter on Twitter, who said, I liked Rachel's portrayal, sweet Amber Price moments, creative use of lens slash camera slash phone, and seeing mystery elements come back in... Uh, Especially in the last panels, I like the arc overall. This was a good issue, but it's not my favorite. I disliked much of the kidnapping plot thread. It felt like an abrupt end. Yeah, uh, two, th two things that stood out to me uh, in Glitter's comments are... I like Rachel's portrayal a lot here, too. I'm This might be my favorite Rachel Amber among all the um, portrayals that I've seen of her. Uh, like in Before the Storm, I thought she was decent, but you know, she was pretty toxic and crazy at times. But her good parts were really good. But, um, you know, I, I, I like this matured, more matured Rachel that we see here and see her reflecting on moments where she's grown, um, which is cool. I like that. It adds depth to her. Um, her character there and, and and really in a lot of fan fiction I've read before like I think Rachel's all right in some of them but other ones I'm less into but uh Emma Vicelli here though has a very good Rachel Amber I like this Rachel Amber quite a lot um and I, I think she's cool I, I like her and I want to see good things happen for her I'm 
uh, yeah, curious to see what happens with her. So I do like that quite a bit. And I agree on the kidnapping part too. I thought that was sort of meh. It's okay, I guess. Like, it, it's not the worst. I like that it was useful for Max discovering she could rewind, but getting captured like that, meh. And, you know, like, surprise, you're on Instagram and saving you. Like, uh, I'm a little less into that. I, I could have probably done without that, but I do like that it triggered Max's time abilities. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's probably... Like, it's okay as a storyline. You know, it's probably like a six or a seven. It's tolerable. It's it's not bad by any means. And because of what it brought about, that's probably a pretty good win, hopefully. I've got Triple B on Twitter, who said, I liked it, though I'm not that interested in Tristan. I'd rather see some more characters return than introducing new characters, particularly if they're going to have some sort of power. Uh, yeah, I definitely can... Uh, I definitely understand the disinterest in a new character. I think that part of what doing a Life is Strange comic really does bring and should bring and, you know, mostly has is it's giving us the characters we already know and love, you know, so we may never see Max or Chloe or anyone else from Arcadia Bay again on a video game form. And so the comic book really is is providing and should provide that um, experience of getting to see them in a new form that's in a somewhat official capacity official in that it's you know a legitimate thing i guess you know comic isn't canon compared to the video game or something but it's you know valid and important or good you know whatever that kind of deal and yeah i, I would be interested in seeing characters from the the game that we already know i'd love to see victoria again to see what she's like i would like to see steph or see what warren's up to again or uh, yeah, running, Kate, running into the gang, uh, Mikey and Drew, that, that sort of stuff, like, there, there's, there's definitely untapped characters, and what this comic has done a really good job of, I feel like, is it's had both Before the Storm and the main game be canon, like, they've, they've ran with both of them, which is cool, they didn't chop one off, they, they both feel relevant, so, or, like, not relevant, but attached, so, I like that a lot. I think that's a really good thing, and I would like to see those people again. And the thought of if one of our characters that already exist having power is interesting. I hadn't considered that if, you know, Rachel actually has a latent power if something were to happen, or Victoria shows up and has a power or something like that. That would be pretty interesting. I hadn't really considered one of our existing characters have a power, but that would be a, that would be an interesting wrinkle to find that out, too. So, yeah, um, thanks for your thoughts, everyone. And, yeah, I guess all in all, that is Life is Strange comic book issue 8. If you've got uh, thoughts or anything else like that, you can uh, email us at thegreateststoryeverplayed at gmail.com or uh, talk to me on Twitter at storyeverpod. Uh, also, we've got a website now, uh, thegreateststoryeverplayed.com. You can go on there, and uh, it's got all our episodes. You could listen to them right on the website, or uh, just link over to whatever podcasting app you like. It'll take you there, uh, uh, which is cool. We also have a Patreon ch- set up. It's patreon.com slash thegreateststoryeverplayed. Uh, so if you'd like to financially support us, we'd really appreciate that. And if uh, you... Uh, don't have 
money that you'd want to be able to give or can't right now or whatever uh, if you wanted to spread the word about us you could rate and review us on itunes or wherever you get your podcast that would help out a lot or just share an episode you like and anything like that would be really cool uh if you'd like to do that but thank you uh for your everything all the support it's really been fun talking about life is strange and lots of other stuff with you guys and uh yeah see you next time